back to Burma Road after another win on the creek bank, another woodshed incident. Join me tonight as Cal Welch, former player and championship winner. He's got a go ball with Trousdale County in 2005. Tonight, Stephen Angel is sick. Um, he couldn't make it tonight, so we wish the best for Steve-O. I hope he gets better, and uh, I'm sure he'll be back next week. So, Cal... How you doing, man? How you been? I'm, I'm doing good. Uh, thanks for having me. Uh, first off, I want to give a shout out to uh, Drinks with Doves and Namiah Wilson. Uh, he had reached out uh, a couple months ago or so, wanting me to come on his uh, podcast and uh, talk some ball. And uh, I had to decline just because I've, I've got a busy schedule with uh, work and family, um, kids. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of people know... Uh, you get busy when you have kids, uh, but you called me today. Uh, it's an emergency uh, it situation. Sure uh, yeah, I needed you back. So, <laughs> and and I, I I could totally understand uh, trying to talk about something and you don't have anybody to bounce bounce your conversation off of. So For sure. It's, uh, so uh, let me ask you this: um, How have you felt about the season so far? Um, I've 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 been very uh, very pleased, very impressed. Um, Coach Satterfield uh, has done a a, a a phenomenal job. Um, I've I thought he was the right hire um, for the job. I've never doubted his his knowledge of the game. Um, of course, he was a year behind me in school, and and just the coaching tree that uh, that he grew up under uh, with with Jim B and and um, Clint. Um, I mean, he's 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 qualified. got yeah he's he's highly qualified. Um, yeah, it doesn't get much better. Than and that. then you go back to last year when he's he's defensive coordinator, and uh, I mean that that defense last year was pretty stout. And yeah, that that was uh, a lot of people will say that was the strength of, of that team, and it was. And 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 that just translates into this year where our defense is is the dominating force. Uh, obviously, we're able to put up some points. Um, Right, like, like we did this past Friday, but um, well, so let me. Uh, so we got a great show for you guys tonight. Um, we're gonna have BCB MVP by the numbers once again. Um, that guy does a great job at you know telling us about the past uh, matchups and everything by the numbers. Then we got Coach Cavanaugh from Portland High School going to join us and have a conversation with us about the matchup Friday night against uh, us in Portland when we go up there and have a, a tough contest on the road. Um, so let's let's get into East Robertson a little bit. Um, we don't want to spend too much time talking about the past. From here on out, it's, it's go ball or bust. So let me ask you this. How did you feel about our performance Friday night? Well, I, I'm not going to lie. I was um... – I think I was like most people was nervous uh, the fact that that we go we end the first quarter seven to six uh, we go in the half up 20 to six um, uh, the touchdown right at the end of the half was was huge um, if you go in 14 to six um, it's anybody's ball it's game. anybody's ball game uh, I do want to take a second though to uh, give a shout out to was it Taylor Groves uh, yeah, for East man. Robertson number three that kid's a baller. He's a uh, player, man. He, um, there were uh, multiple passes that 
that guy went up and got it when you thought there's no way he could come down with it. And um, he's just a sophomore. Um, he has a bright, bright career in front of him, and I think he's already being recruited. And um, I expect that guy to be playing ball on the next in the next level somewhere. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, unfortunately, if I, I really wish, uh, as difficult it w- as it would have been, I really wish that they that their starting quarterback hadn't gotten injured at the start of the year because uh, I would have just uh, liked to have seen those two. Yeah, and that connection. Uh, and that connection. Of, yeah. So East Robertson played with their backup quarterback. Their starter got hurt. Um, for a backup quarterback or an emergency quarterback, whatever you want to call him, he did a great job. Um, I think there were some passes he could have hit more on the stride or more on the dot. But, man, it's 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 small-town football. You're not going to get every year a quarterback that can sling it all over the yard. Um, so he, he got the ball to his playmaker for the most part, especially in the first and second quarters. Um, I think we started – what happened was, I think, we weren't getting too much pressure on the quarterback. Um, I think we were losing contain a little bit, and that was allowing the quarterback to get outside of the pocket and extend the play and um, make throws that normally, with pressure, you don't make. So I think once we got that figured out and we started containing him, um, I think we started shutting him down. Yeah, the the it was, it was really a game of uh, two halves, a tale of two halves. Um, so we go up 20 to six right at the end of the half. Um, we come out the second half, and East Robertson's not able to do anything. Um, I think the Groves kid went into halftime with uh, something like eight catches for 120 yards. Um, he ended the game with nine catches for 132, uh, which yeah, is a big it's, difference. It's, it's a, a huge night, but. Just think if he had had that same production the second yeah. half. Um, I think Coach Satterfield and, and the, the rest of the coaching staff made uh, some great changes um, to the game plan, uh, some things that they were seeing. Obviously, honestly, we weren't able to, to stop their offense. Uh, yeah. We we did have a – I believe we forced a, a three – or not a three and out, but we forced them to turn it over on downs at one point, and they threw two interceptions. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and one being the right there, they were driving. The first the, drive of the game, they were driving and what, doing well, and Cameron Rankins has an interception and has a decent return on it. You take that away, and it's a different ball game. And, and, then, and then right at the end of the half, um, they're driving again. We we, uh, we we forced them to turn it over, and then we score on the first play, I believe the first play there, uh, Kobe Ford with a long run. Uh, then they turn right right around and drive it right down the field again in less than a minute, and Kobe has to make an interception at the goal line as time expires. So, yeah. um, well, back to you know that first drive after we intercepted it, I think we scored on the first play, right, Kobe Ford? Yeah. First play from scrimmage, score a touchdown. You think, oh yeah, this is going to go well. Well, East Robertson gets the ball back and has an extended drive, just takes up most of the first quarter. If not just about all of it, yep. and scores a touchdown. And right now we don't know who blocked the extra point, and I'm sorry for that. Um, we were had a bad vision to the field, and we didn't really see it. But shout out to whoever that was because that is a momentum killer to block that extra point. So then they come out and onside kick us. Yep. And what a game plan to come into a team that you most likely aren't going to beat so you have to uh, create some momentum. You have to create some opportunities for yourself. 
and their uh, their strategy was to onside kick it all game. Yep. And, and they get it back. Yep. Right off the rip. So man, it could have it could have been pretty disastrous right there at the beginning of the ball game. Yeah. Uh, if you if you think back to two years ago when they came here, um, they gave us a run for our money in that game, um, and they kicked onside kicked it all night long in that that uh, game, uh, and they just continued on with that. Um, but I do know that the coaching staff was prepared for that. Um, I heard that um, Coach Blake was uh, was getting into some people's ears after the first onside kick and just uh, just trying to reinforce the fact that they had practiced it all week and he should have he should have been in the right position. Um, it, it shouldn't have caught him off guard. For sure. Uh, but uh, it, again, like you said, it's it was. I mean, it's. I don't know that it's the game plan that I would have gone with, uh, but they they obviously knew that um, their defense was wasn't able to stop our offense. Um, uh, if any of y'all missed Cheese's stats at the end of the the game, uh, we rushed for 497 yards on them. Wow! And uh, we we scored every time we had the ball. We we didn't we never punted, we never we didn't have any turnovers. Um, so they they knew that that our offense was uh, pretty high powered, uh, superior to their defense. So basically, their game plan was to keep the ball out of our yeah. offense's hands, and and they did a good job in yeah. the first half. And uh, shout out the offense because uh, Stephen and I have been talking about how we don't need to turn the ball. We've been fumbling all year, you know. So shout out to the offense for having no turnovers. Um, do you remember how the stat sheet said about the penalties? I, I do not uh, remember that one. We'll look that up in just a second. But I think we've done pretty decent penalty-wise, right? I, I think so. I, um, from what I, can I remember, tell you right I think here. there was very few penalties uh, altogether between both teams. Um, but while, while John's uh, getting that information, I want to give a shout-out to uh, Ben Chumley. Um Scored his first touchdown on the year. Uh, he has rushed hard all year long, and it finally paid off. Um, unfortunately, many of his good runs this year have been called back due to penalties. Um, coincidentally, you're looking up yeah, penalties. Yeah, penalties. We had six penalties for seven yards, for so a big improvement. That's, that's half of as many penalties as we had against Watertown. So that's huge, man. You can't you – can't, have 12 penalties for 100 some odd yards and with three fumbles you can't do it so great job holding on to the ball and on your penalties great job guys we, we still need to improve and i'm sure coach satterfield and the uh, rest of the staff are, are going to harp on that uh, six penalties is too many in my yeah, my opinion it I is i think i think if if we can eliminate those all together then um we, we've got to especially when they're you know Illegal procedure penalties or holding oh, yeah. penalties. You know, sometimes a personal foul is going to happen. Yep. Um, you're going to have a guy with his momentum hit a guy wrong or yep. getting his emotions, and that happens. But to be just a flat-out discipline, jumping off sides or false starts or holding, you know, you have to cut that down. Um, one other thing, one other uh, player I want to give a shout-out to is Davis Stewart, uh, senior number eight. Um, a kid scored two touchdowns Friday night, and uh, from I've, I haven't attended any practices. I've just seen seen him play. He's he's not a starter, but 
Uh, he is a key reserve that we have, and um, he 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 found pay dirt twice. And uh, from from all accounts, he he works hard day in and day out. And uh, I, I just want to congratulate yeah. him on, on scoring yeah. those touchdowns. That's um, always great to see. Oh, yeah. You know, one of those practice guys that's always doing what he's told. He's always working really hard. If he's on scout team, he's given you know a good look. Yeah. Um, like you said, he's a key reserve, and um, he may come into play. You know, this experience is really good for him. He may he may have to step in and make some plays for us. So, I think what Kobe scored the first three touchdowns. Is that he, correct? He, Kobe scored the first three. Um, I believe Hicks broke loose after that. Um, Rankins scored a touchdown. Uh, then I believe. Uh, uh, Claiborne picked up a fumble, if I'm not mistaken, as well, and scored uh, yeah. a touchdown. Well, you know, I want to talk about Rankins for just a second. You know, we called him Mr. Dependable last week. He's going to get you three or four yards of carry, and that's when somebody's hitting him in the backfield. I mean, the guy's a stud. But I got to watch him a little more on the defensive side of the ball against the run. Speaking of, they had 27 rushes for 10 yards. Is that what you said? Yep. 27 rushes for 10 yards. That is insane. That's insane. Yeah. And that's with um, East Robertson's offense somewhat having success throwing the ball. To to be disciplined enough to stay strong in the run when you're you know, you're kinda getting dusted a little bit in the pass game. And I say that, but we, we guarded that kid pretty good. I mean he went oh, up yeah. and got the ball, but 10 or 27 rushes for 10 yards it's insane and i watched got to watch rankins and juice play linebacker a little bit for the first time like really watch them man i mean you just you're not going to do anything running the ball against them two guys man and that that starts with the defensive line you know getting penetration and um you know knowing their assignments and where to be and for cameron and uh juice to fill them gaps man it's it's lethal well our defense in in general Mm -hmm. is uh is just dominant. Um, I'm sure BCB will give us uh, an update um, here uh, in his his segment. Um, but I believe he said last year or last week that they were a top three defense in the state. Uh, obviously, we we gave up some points uh, this week, so I'm, I'm sure we dropped down the totem pole. And I can I can look that up here in a few, but. Our, our defense is just playing exceptionally well this yeah, year. Man. And, uh, and I think it's going to get better. Um, Sebastian Linares, mm-hmm. um, he's made his return, and he's a ball player, man. He's, he, he ends up where he needs to be, and um, he's disciplined, and uh, he's a good ball player. So he's going to help us out tremendously, even, I mean, even more. Well, we're going, we're going to need him, and uh, I guess and kind of say we're, we're breaking some news in a way. Um, if you haven't heard uh, – Jaden Hicks is is going to be out for a few weeks. Um, did see some stuff on the on the, the old coach T uh, today that uh, he, it looks like it's about six weeks, if if not longer. Um, but basically, I just want to say that uh, sending prayers his way. Uh, I hate to see a kid get hurt and miss miss some ball, but ultimately we want we want him to be healthy um, sure. going forward. So um, hopefully he's able to to get back to us but um ultimately we just want him to be healthy uh, yeah uh from burma road to mr hicks man we hope you get better buddy we're rooting for you um but that does however leave a question who's going to take his place at quarterback 
Uh, Who's your vote on? Who do you who do you vote? Well, I I wrote down three names uh, for that question. Obviously, the one that's probably got the most experience is uh, Cameron Rankins. Um, sure, he 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 played the position um, off and on last year. Uh, obviously, he's he's bulked up, but um, he 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 can throw the ball for us a little bit. And uh, but I guess that kind of limits or it. it um, I don't, I don't I don't know if that limits us or not in some of our scheme. Uh, another name that that we've seen play quarterback is uh, Keenan Burnley, sophomore number twenty one. Um, I think he's a lot like Hicks, right? Yeah, uh, I, and I, I think he is the true uh, backup. Um, he, I know he played some some reps last week against Macon County uh, when Hicks stepped out for a few plays. Um, and he, he seems to be have a good uh, concept, uh, at least in the situations that I've seen him in, of the offense. So um, I, he's, he's definitely an option that we got. And then the third name that I wrote down was uh, Ben Chumley. Um, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Mr. Chumley had uh, practiced there uh, maybe in the spring uh, or early summer. Um, but the kid plays baseball when he's not in football and you're, you're a baseball guy and sure. you, you know that, um, that throwing a football sure. and throwing a baseball have a lot of similarities. It's not the same uh, by all means, but it's, well, you're uh, used to aiming a ball. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? So that's going to help at any point. Yeah. Um, I think the black horse is Kyle Shockley freshman. Um, saw him in the JV game, really good arm. Um, what we don't know is his grasp on the offense. Um, we don't really know about his footwork. We haven't seen him enough to, yeah, to know if he can lead the huddle and lead the offense. Because no matter what the classification of the kid, if you're playing quarterback, you got to be a leader. And um, so I think he's the black horse. We're probably not going to see him. I, I wouldn't expect him against Portland. Um, we can get in. We'll get into Portland here in a few, but. Um... I, I would not be shocked to see him, uh, I don't say start in the Cascade or Jackson County games, but uh, get some meaningful reps with the ones. Uh, uh, I wouldn't put that out of the question in, in those last two ball games we got sure, there. Sure, um, at least in my eyes, I think he has the tools as far as his arm. Um, but I'm like you, I don't see it happening. Um, my guess is that when it comes down to a meaningful ball game, of course, Cascade and Jackson County, like you said, you know, I no offense to those guys, but um, not not the toughest competition. And um, I don't look to see it, but my guess to when it matters, and if Hicks is not in there, which we hope he will be at some point, um, I'm going to put my money on Rankins. Yeah, I would too. And with Hicks being out, if you if you look at the calendar, um, uh, if it is just six weeks, uh, you're looking at him returning uh, potentially the second round of the playoffs. Also, we got it depends on what they're counting. If Portland's one week, and then we got Cascade, then we got a bye week, and then you got Jackson County. So there's essentially four weeks left in the regular season. Um, could he make an early return for the second round of the playoffs? That's a will possibility. He, will but, he be the same kid? Yeah. Um, obviously, if and completely dependent on what uh, his injury is, uh, if it's an upper body injury, to use a hockey term here, 
um, he's obviously going to be able to still uh, condition himself. Sure. Uh, if it's a lower body, then uh, he, he's he's going to be limited in his ability to stay in sure. shape. Um, obviously, I've me and you have both been injured uh, in our careers, and uh, sitting over there and riding the old bike, I think you and uh, yeah Stephen and um, we've discussed the bike. Discussed the bike. Yeah. Uh, and uh with tyler last week i think y'all talked yeah. about the, the bike uh the bike is good but it's uh it's, it's, not, it's, it's not it's not game uh game conditioning for sure um but overall i think i think we 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 accomplished some some good things in the east robertson game and, yeah and uh, I, uh that that reminds me we didn't talk about um juicy playing tailgate oh, tailback yeah. in the i formation um we've seen some i formation this week and Blake Satterfield knows all too well about the change in the offense to the I formation. Um, Blake senior year going into the second round of the playoffs, we go from a spread offense to the I formation, and we put Blake Satterfield at tailback, which he was our playmaker on the mm-hmm. team. Um, I think he ended up rushing for three hundred some odd yards. Um, we did lose. Um, that was a shootout. Yeah, it was. Um, probably should have won it, but that's okay. That's in the past. Um, but Bl- Coach Blake knows what the I-formation can do, and I was ecstatic to see Juice in the backfield getting one of our more physical, tougher, faster players uh, the ball more. Yep. Yeah, I, I, I thought he, he ran well. Um, um, I think we ran some tall sweeps to him. I, I don't know how – how he would do uh, running up the middle, but uh, as big and physical as he is, and uh, we all know just watching him on the defensive side, he likes contact. So, yeah. Um, he definitely uh, can't hide back there. No, sure. no. He's he's between him and Rankins, uh, you can't hide <laughs> either one of those guys. No. Uh, but like I said, I, I, I thought our our game against East Robertson went, went pretty well. Yeah, I do too. Uh, I'm pleased with it. And I'm pleased mostly with the adjustment that we made in the past game because, yep. you know, that guy was dicing us up there for yep. a little while. And uh, to make that adjustment to stop that was awesome to see. Um, and I think uh, everything's pointing upwards yep. as we go forward. Um, I, I, go ahead. Didn't y'all, uh, did y'all get a new sponsor? Uh, we did. Uh, we nice. did. Uh, DTNT with Mr. Eddie and Zach Taylor. Um, great guys. Um, I'm just gonna say this everybody makes mistakes. Um, and I wouldn't have anybody else represent me when I made that mistake as Eddie and Zach at yeah. DTNT. So give them guys a call, okay? Papa, Daddy, DTNT. And now introducing. BCB MVP by the numbers. BCB MVP by the numbers. Week 8, Trouser County travels to Portland to renew an old rivalry. First, let's look at Portland's 2019 season. The Panthers enter this contest with a 4-3 and record. They currently sit atop Region 5 4A standings with a 3-1 and record in region play. The 4A school claimed victories over Edmondson County, Kentucky, Montgomery Central, Greenbrier, and White House. Their losses were to Forest, West Creek, and White House Heritage. They have averaged scoring 35 points per game and allowed 26.6 points per game. Teams on their schedule have combined for a record of 40 and 21, which is a 66% success rate. 
now for Trouser County's 2019 season review. The Jackets travel to Portland carrying a 5-1 record. They have wins over Friendship Christian, Gordonsville, Westmoreland, Macon County, and East Robertson. They lost to Watertown back in week three. The Purple and Gold are scoring 33.8 points per game and continue to deploy one of the best defenses in the state, only allowing 4.7 points per game, including three shutouts. Scheduled opponents of Trouser County have combined for a 33-29 and 29 record, which is a 53% success rate. Common opponents. The 2019 season displays no common opponents for the two schools. Rankings. Using the Sunny Moore Computer Power Rankings following Week 7, Portland is sitting at 168, which puts them 26 in 4A. Their schedule has an average ranking in this poll of 153.2. Max Prep has the Panthers in 21st in 4A. The AP poll does not have them ranked in their top 10. Charles County continues to climb in Sunny's rankings, coming in at 27th this week, which is second in 2A as Peabody jumped back to the lead spot. Teams on the jacket calendar have an average rank of 204.2 in Sunny's Bowl. Max Press continued to have the Yellow Jacks in third place in 2A behind Peabody and Meigs County. The Associated Press also remains constant, holding Trusley County in fourth in 2A behind Peabody, Meigs County, and Watertown. Matchup history. This is a series that dates back to at least the mid-50s, if not sooner. My records show that the two schools faced off nearly every year between the 50s and the 80s before taking a break. The series resumed when the two schools were put in the same region in 2000. During a four-year span, they faced off five times. Portland won the first and last of those contests, with the Jackets taking the middle three. The most recent game held had two legendary coaches in charge. For Trouser County, Coach Clint Satterfield still had the headset on. For the Panthers, Roger Perry held the title of head coach. 2004 was that year, and the visitors from Portland claimed a rare lopsided victory on the Creek Bank, 34-14. Overall, my records show they have faced off at least 30 times, with Trouser County holding a slight series lead, 17-13. My take... The Panthers will present a good test for the Jackets and potentially the last test before the playoffs begin in a few weeks. The Jackets need to focus on their game plan and eliminating mistakes. I believe the Jackets' defense will continue to excel and present Portland with all kinds of problems. I see a close game at half, but the Jackets pulling away late. So let's get into Portland. Big, bad Portland. Um, I guess the first thing we need to talk about for all of you guys that don't know, especially all of you youngins, um, what year was it? 2000? 2000, uh, 2001. 2001, we moved from single A football to triple A to what'd you say, a 10, 10 team region? Yep, 10 team. Uh, uh, all, of yep. The, all of the teams in the region were basically our neighboring counties who, at the time, every team was pretty tough. Um, Smith County, Livingston, uh, Macon County was tough, Portland, um, uh, they're, they're- the the weakest uh, we had uh, DeKalb County and Canning County were the weaker of the two yeah. or the weaker of the the teams, um, which is crazy because DeKalb Can- County has been DeKalb, doing well DeKalb the last few years. DeKalb was always a tough matchup too. Uh, Canning County, 
unfortunately was was the bottom feeder of of those teams but yeah uh the cab i mean that I, I would say they were a bottom feeder too but man they, it was always a tough yeah. game with them well we uh so i think we went into the game one or two and oh we was undefeated yeah. we go to play portland up there now portland i can't remember if they were going for their third championship in a row or their second that year but really tough team had the longest win streak in the state and um we went in there and just got smacked. It's and a, it's a woodshed instance. Yeah, that, uh, to, to, to coin to, a yeah. Burma Road term there. Yeah, that's our word, uh, the woodshed incident. And that doesn't happen to Trisdale County. To get yeah. beat 52-12 to 12 by those guys was just like, I don't know. And I was younger, you know, as I was probably in sixth grade. It was just like a devastating thing for us to get beat that way. Um, I think we finished the year with that being our only loss mm -hmm. and go see those guys in the second round, I believe. Uh, third round. Third quarter, round, quarterfinals. Quarter and for that being our first year in AAA ball, that's fantastic. And um, we go back to Portland, and we ended up winning the ball game. 17-14. to 14, That's right. And we had Wesley Satterfield, T.T. Harper, Roy James. Um, As it was actually uh, – Chase, Chase Mitchell's Mitchell, senior yeah. year. I know we've referred to him a time or two in the previous episodes as a key transfer that came in, but that was his senior year. It um, been Wesley uh, Satterfield and T.T. Harper's uh, junior year. Yep. We ended um, up getting beat by Austin East. They went to, they went to Austin East uh, the next year, or the next week, and uh, ran into a buzzsaw up there. Um, but honestly, the, the way... So at, at after the first game uh, when we lost in Portland, uh, their all their uh, their players were shaking hands and and welcoming Trousa County to 3A ball. Um, well, we returned the favor um, and advanced in the playoffs. And honestly, that was that was worth it. Um, I, I think we exerted a lot of energy yeah, into that sure. game. Uh, you no, know, men you talked before and. Uh, you had said you had never seen Coach Clint so motivated to uh, to beat someone yeah. as he was up for that game, um, but yeah, we 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 definitely ran into a bus saw. The the next year uh, would have been my freshman year. Um, we we did uh, win that one pretty handily, forty three nothing. But to get into uh, one of of my fondest memories, uh, obviously. Uh, winning a state title um, is, is is one of my fondest memories. But uh, 2003, I'm a sophomore, and um, many of you guys will know the attack formation. Uh, we installed it the week prior to Portland. Um, if you don't know what attack is, uh, it's a heavy formation, two tight end uh, set, basically a goal line set. And I played, I was the wing back. It was I formation with one wing back. Um, and uh, we we held them and they punted to us. And I, I don't know exactly what point in the game uh, this was, but um, we we got the ball on about the 10-yard line and we huddled up, which is an abnormal situation for us at that time as we ran the spread and no huddle. But we huddled up and then... Uh, called the play and um basically Dustin Dillahay fakes the handoff to Jerry McCall and I'm I'm supposed to down block on the 
uh, linebacker, but whiff on him. So basically just kind of nudge him and slip past him. And as I'm, as I'm doing that, I look over my shoulder and see the free safety crashing down. He's, he's bit the fake. And as I turn back around, the ball's coming in the air to me as I'm passing him, running full speed the opposite direction. And uh, I, I race 90 yards, or some people kind of laugh in the film study following and said I should have got caught by the defensive lineman. I wasn't too <laughs> fast at that time. But, um, I, I almost did get caught, but uh, that, was, that was the story of my first career touchdown. Uh, Scoring a 90 yep. yarder against Portland. Uh, it's a pretty good feeling there. Well, you know, the next year. I don't want to talk about that one. Uh, we have to. <laughs> the next year, Portland comes in to town on the Creek Bank. And I'll just be honest with you. Um, other than them beating us 52 to 12, I've never seen us get physically beat the way that they beat us on the creek bank that year um stroked us i know Vito got his chin strap knocked off of his head <laughs> yeah my i separated my shoulder it's uh, i'm show, showing john right now i've got a big lump on my shoulder from that game um, i mean they were just they they just whooped us honestly it's probably the hardest hit i took ever. yeah well is that the last time we played them guys that that was uh yeah, BCB uh, mentioned that. Was, um, we had a should still have a bad taste. Uh, fortunately, that was in 2004. It's 2019. It's 15 years yeah. ago. Most point. of them guys were kids. Oh yeah, <laughs> if they were even born. Yeah. <laughs> and then seriously, we may not. Yeah, have 2002. Oh, sorry about that. I just spilled a drink on Mr. Cal Welch's laptop. Uh, had a heart attack at the same time. So. <laughs> Sorry about that. Some triple spillage here. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Portland gave it to us on the Creek Bank that year, and um, we should have a bad taste in our mouth from that, which, like we were talking about, the kid, that's what we were talking about. The kids are probably two. Oh, yeah. I think 18-year-old, they would have been, what, 2001, 2002? Yeah. That's crazy, Cal. We're old. We're getting old. Um, but, you know – Portland's always been a big rival when we've played them, and um, I know they're going to have a decent team this year. Um, probably not the best competition we faced, but all the same, they're they're a 4A school, um, and and they they faced they well they they played Forest, which is a 2A school, which is going to be on the west side of the bracket, and uh, they'll if right now they're undefeated, Forest is, and uh, obviously they beat Portland. Um, I don't recall. I think they they beat them pretty handedly. Um, let's see, by about 15 points, 37 to 22 is what Forrest beat them. Um, and we we won't see Forrest until a state title. Of course, right. they they've got to go through Peabody to make it there. Um, and if that's only if we're fortunate enough to make to it make it far. out on our side, um, which is going to be a tough road to hoe as well. So. Yeah. But um, I, Portland uh, appears to be uh, a decent ball club. Yeah, um, worthy I, opponent. Yeah, um, they are definitely the. Uh, I feel like the the last test uh, before the playoffs. Uh, no offense to Cascade and Jackson County in the upcoming weeks. They are region opponents, but um, they they won't present the same. Uh, um, 
level of competition that Portland. Sure. Well, guys, um, we thank you for being with us again. Um, um, we look forward to the game Friday night. Let's travel well to Portland. Let's uh, show these guys some support. Um, we're going to end this episode with a interview with Coach Greg Cavanaugh from Portland High School. We hope you enjoy it and um, come back and see us next week. Um, Cal, buddy, I appreciate you filling in for Steve-O. Um, if not for you, I probably would have been in trouble. And then I spill a drink on your laptop. So. Oh, you're good. Um, <laughs> I've, I've enjoyed it and uh, hope to be able to do this again soon. Anyway. Sure, man. You can come join us anytime you want. Uh, we'd love your input. Input. Um, I, I do. I do want to pose uh, if a question, and I'd sent this to John a few weeks ago. Um, what What is uh, send in or email Burma Road six one five at gmail dot com. What your favorite uniform combination is? Uh, I I um, sent them mine, um, but I personally like the white tops with the purple pants as my favorite. Obviously, the all purple. Uh, means something um, as a home uniform uh, but my, my all-time favorite is the the road uni with the purple pants and we honestly don't wear it very often no uh, we didn't I, then either no um, and I, I don't I don't know why but um, yeah just just send those in uh, what your what your favorite is uh, so we've got several different combinations especially when they added the white pants yeah um, that may have been my either junior or senior year. I think it might have been your senior year. Um, yeah, but what's yeah. what's everybody else's opinion on that? Yeah, send in so. your favorite uniform combination, guys. Let's let's get some uh, uh, some communication between us and let's let's see what your favorite is. Um, we want to hear what you got to say. Also, I'm glad you brought that up. We still have a few extra shirts left over. Um, not many. And um, unless we have an have a overwhelmingly bunch of people who want more shirts, we're probably not going to make another order. Um, we really would like to do long sleeve of the same shirt. Um, so if you want a shirt, let us know. Um, I think we'll have them at the ball game Friday, maybe. Um, if not, you can. Message us on Facebook or Twitter or email us or if you have our numbers, give us a text message. Um, is that all you got, buddy? That's all I got. I, I think Stephen would say uh, go on iTunes and, and rate the podcast. He would. He would. He, he, That's he, always his part. And I uh, forgot it. Go on just, iTunes. We're, we're cousins here. That's we right. Kinda, we kind of yeah. try to speak the same language. Uh, give us a five-star review. Leave a comment. Um Help us out, man. Let us let us move up these iTunes boards. Spread the word. About Spread the, the word. Spread the word. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Hopefully, talking about a woodshed incident. Burn the road out. Only thing we ever had to do was try. I was breaking down bells and now I switched to rap. And I'm sorry, was a man like that nigga would have. I was sitting in the spot, I ain't never miss a beat. If I feel it in my heart, I'm gonna put it on the beat. We're here with Coach Kavanaugh with the Portland High School Panthers. Uh, how you doing, Coach? I'm doing well today. Uh, Liking this cool weather a lot better. Man, you're telling me. Uh, I was ready for it. I don't know about you guys. It's finally football well, it's weather. Yeah. Finally is. Um. 
you know, you come into this season four and th or you come into this game four and three. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about how your season has gone? Uh, we've played some pretty good competition. Uh, I feel that uh, Forest, the school that beat us the first uh, second ball game of the year, uh, they were. I think they're undefeated still, and I think they're going to make a run in the playoff system. Uh, they're big, strong up front, quick. Mine's been on the Trousdale County team to be be truthful about it, and uh, I think we're going to have to play that that level of competition again this week uh, with with Trousdale coming into Portland. Um, second loss we had on the season was to West Creek. Lots of speed everywhere. They did a an outstanding job of scheming us. Um, we made some adjustments at halftime. Once our kids figured out those adjustments, now they worked. Then we played pretty good football after that. Uh, felt we had scored a touchdown that we didn't get a call on, but uh, that's the way the ball bounces, lost by one. And then the next week, lo and behold, we had a two-score lead with four minutes to play and fumbled the football, lost momentum, and uh, wound up losing that game. But uh, bounced back last week against White House and really played well. So, uh, uh, you know, uh, as far as injuries, we have none. Um, so, uh, you know, we watched a lot of film on Trousdale yesterday and today, and, and we'll continue to do so throughout the week. But uh, preparing for a very good offense and an outstanding stingy defense, we feel. Yeah, we, we totally agree uh, with you on that. Um, so uh, it's been a while since we've we've seen Portland. Um, were you there last year during the scrimmage when they – Scrimmage in the, I believe it was in the Yes, okay. yes sir. I've been, I've been, this is my seventh year as head coach. Okay. Uh, so you know about uh, our rich history then. Uh, we've had, yes, a, sir. I mean, there's been some battles and some matchups and uh, there's been some, some whoopings go both ways. <laughs> well, I, I feel y'all had to up Well, uh, even in the scrimmages, I'm afraid. Uh, but, uh, you know, that's, that's the caliber of tradition that's, that's always been it. Uh, out Trousdale. I, I heard out about you all long before I ever moved to Tennessee. I, I was at Greenwood High School and uh, learned about you there. Okay, up in Kentucky. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You, Matter of fact, I was, in, I was the head coach at, Port, at uh, Greenwood when you all came over and played us in that uh, Fruit of the Loon Bowl. Oh, yeah. Was What, what year was that? That was that 13? 2013. It was 13. Uh, yes, if I remember correctly, y'all y'all physically whooped us that game. Well, I, that, that's the best. That's uh, one of the better teams I've ever had. And uh, you know, we had speed there, and we had some we had some linemen, and we had some kids that, that uh, were three years starters. So uh, that benefited us very much. And but you know, it was a dog fight still there. Uh, and uh, I, I remember Creasy calling timeout, having an injury, and we. We got together and were talking. You know how crazy Creasy is, but uh, oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> he uh, he uh, he was very complimentary of our team. But uh, you know, we uh, we finished. Uh, we got beat by the number one, three, and five team in the state that year, and all all uh, all but one number five team was in our region, in our district. So wow. we had pretty good caliber football around that area at that time. Yeah, that's good that's deal. Tough. Getting back to Portland, um, I, I personally haven't seen Portland in quite a while. Um, what kind of offense and what kind of defense uh, do you guys run? 
we run a we run a three four defense. Uh, we really can't. We don't have the athletes to back our linebackers up outside linebackers, so it, it possibly looks more like a five two. Uh, we also run uh, run wing T out of the gun. I gotcha. Is that a is that a little bit off Auburn's style offense? No, no, sir. No, no, sir. That's that's a little bit off Delaware wing T. W. Raymond. Okay. Well, good deal. I, th- I think uh, I think y'all are gonna be a tough matchup for us, and I know we look forward to you guys coming in. Um, My kids have worked hard. Oh, uh, yeah. We got some we got some three year starters, um, and uh, you know we got a. I've been, I've been blessed with it with a with an athletic quarterback that, that understands the game, and uh, we had a quarterback a couple of years ago that was a senior that. They played in the first game, and then he went out on a date and had an automobile accident and uh, had some injuries and couldn't play most of the season. So uh, Caleb stepped in and played for him about seven or eight games in a row before he came back, and uh, that really helped him. And then, of course, he started last year. This is his uh, third year with varsity experience. So, you know, he, he understands the game. He understands what we want offensively, and he makes good checks, and he makes good decisions, and and uh, I, I, I explain. I, I call him a option play action pass man. Is what he is. We've heard a lot about him, and uh, feel like he's 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 the one we've got to watch for uh, from the defensive side. Um, sounds like he's had a great year um, so far. He's he's worked hard. Kids uh, have protected him well. Uh, I'm pleased with that. Uh, I. I I compare you all to Forrest in the fact that their linemen were big and strong like yours are and very athletic. Uh, their skill was, was quicker than it showed on film. Uh, I know you're a fast team. I know you've always been a fast team. And, uh, you know, uh, the thing I like is I, I love you. If, if you stay at the same assistance that we did before, uh, there's a couple guys on there that, that we get along well with and, and always have. And, uh, uh, I, I just think it, it's great to be able to, to line up and have one of these old ball games be played again. Man, we love it. We love having teams like you come in. Um, what are some of your other key players you got on offense? Well, I got a fullback that's a junior, and uh, he, he's pretty, pretty, pretty tough little runner. He uh, he runs low to the ground. He's very strong. One of my stronger kids I have on the team. Uh, he's big on technique and in the weight room, and and uh, he also plays inside linebacker for me. That's Devin Fuquay. And then I have uh, I've got two wings uh, that that play pretty decently and, and catch the ball decently. Kate Box and then Dylan Gully. And then uh, I've also was able to uh, get my basketball center to come back out this year. He played as a freshman and hasn't played since. But he came back out this year, and now he plays uh, split in for me. And then I've got a two-year starter at tight end. So, you know, my skill people are pretty decent. Injuries would hurt us badly. But uh, right now we're we're doing pretty good, and we're pretty healthy. We play a lot of kids. Um, I don't just play for now. I play for the future, too. And, and I rotate in tackles and guards and, and uh, a center. And uh, we try to get kids to play as much as we can get them to play. And hopefully that'll help us in the future. Uh, yeah, that's that's definitely a key to to building a strong program is being able to get some of those reserves in and get them some playing experience. Um, especially that's what we feel. 
especially if, if they're uh, if they're capable of getting some some starting reps. Uh, yes, sir. Um, so how many kids are on y'all's team? Uh, I'm not exactly sure. I want to say forty-ish yeah. or so. Okay. Um, which okay. Um, we typically, when when John and I were in school, we we ran about thirty out, and uh, forty is a, a larger number for us. Um, seems like uh, a couple years ago we had closer to fifty for a time period, um, but okay. I, I want to say we're around forty or so. But I would say only about eighteen or so actual will see the field yeah, Friday night sure. against you guys for sure. Um, okay. So um, let me ask you this: What? Um, you know, coming in against the wing T offense, what are some of your key guys on defense that's going to help stop that? Well, we uh, we got uh, we got uh, one boy that plays both legs, offensive guard uh, uh, Malachi Bostic. He plays offensive guard for us, and then he also plays the defensive end. And then we've got uh, Thomas Rodriguez. He plays an offensive tackle. He'll substitute in and out on the offensive defensive line. But our starting nose has started for, for two years. Uh, uh, Logan Summers. And then uh, we've got a defensive end that really came along and has not played until this year. That really started showing signs of improvement in the spring. And I've been so happy for him because his mom passed away of cancer last Christmas. And uh, his, his cousin took him in. And uh, just a just a world of difference in, in the way he's played this year, and he's grown up. Uh, he doesn't do everything perfect, and sometimes he, he doesn't stay with the with the with the plan. But the man he's progressed so much, and I've been tickled to death to see that. Uh, what number is uh, what number is he? I'd like to I'd like to watch him. I think fifty three. That's his number. Okay, uh, yeah, I want to keep my eye on him. That's a terrible situation, and I'm, yes, you know, I'm happy that I'm not happy, but you know, for him to use that as some motivation to through his life and facing adversity and things like that, that's a big deal. Yeah, he, he's grown up quite a bit, and, I, and a lot of that I think attributes to his to his cousin and her husband, and she's she's a great person. She's a great math teacher at school, and. Uh, uh, just an outstanding individual, and I think she's helping helping Kyron quite a bit. His his name's Kyron Hawk, and uh, great person. Uh, got got a got a two and a half years starting defensive end at Caleb Allen. There's also our starting tight end, and then uh, got a young man that I think pound for pound uh, probably the hardest hitter we have on the team. That's uh, Michael Dykes. Yeah. I- Sounds like it's going to be a pretty stout defense to go up against. Uh, well, we 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 emphasize pursuing to the ball. Uh, we're going to pursue drill every time we play defense, practice defense, and uh, it, it, uh, over the last three years, our defense has improved. Uh, what we consider immensely, and uh, Coach Adams has done a good job of uh, fine tuning the defense. Again, it doesn't matter where you are on defense this year. Left. Lost a lot last year, but uh, kids have really stepped in and tried to play hard. Probably the weakest thing about us is people are throwing over the top on us, and we're just we're young in the secondary. They're just learning, yeah. but uh, but uh, you know they're good. They're they're good kids. They try hard. Uh, they just they make mistakes, and and 
they look like millionaires or they've been playing forever. Sometimes they look like they just started. So that's kids for you, sophomores. Oh, yeah. So, so but you know, we're, we're shooting for only three. And I think we could easily be uh, six and one right now. Um, uh, as far as beat us by 15, uh, lost by one, lost by four. So uh, combined to 19 total points. But, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's that's football for you. Yep. And it sounds like you've had a pretty good season uh, thus far, but it looks like uh, the road doesn't get any easier for you uh, going forward. Of course, you got Trousa County coming into your place uh, Friday night, uh, as we're talking yeah, we about now. Then you go to Springfield, yeah. which is 4-2, and two, but they're 2-0 and oh in region play and appear to be uh, one of the, along with you, you guys and Creekwood, uh, one of the top three teams in Region 5, and then you follow that up and with your finale at, uh, host in Creekwood, uh, which is yes, sitting at 6-1 and one right now. Um, so it looks like you uh, Region 5 uh, 4A is going to be decided here in the last three weeks or so. If I'm not mistaken, I believe Springfield and Creekwood play Week 11 as well. So, they do. So, they do, and that's my bye week. So. Yeah. So it sounds like uh, there's still a lot of football to be played for that region, and uh, as as we're we're beginning to look towards playoffs here, uh, y'all still got a lot of things to sort out. Um, I thought about that on the on the field this afternoon. <clears throat> I said, well, you know, well, this season will be over in three weeks for us, and it's flown by, and yep. yet there's still a lot of football to determine who's going to win our region. And you know that's what it's about. Oh yeah, that, that brings the excitement. To the game, and and I told our kids, I said our our schedule will gradually build. It gets stronger and stronger and stronger to the very end. And, and you know that that's what we need to do is, is yep. just how good we're going to be if or when we make the playoffs. Yep. Well, you know, if things go well, that's when you should be playing your best football. So it's not it's a pretty good deal there to have your toughest competition there at the end. Yes, sir. And, uh, I, I tell kids. You know, I tell them I scheduled West Creek because of their speed. And, uh, you know, I scheduled Forest because uh, I, want, I want to know what that's, that side of the state's like and, and what might come from that state as compared to what teams they could play. And, and then I look at scores and all that other stuff. So, right. uh, you know, there's certain, certain reasons. And I scrimmaged Trousdale before this year because I wanted a tough team. I wanted a, a, a hard-nosed hard-hitting football team that was fundamentally technique-sound or get out you because I wanted to see how our kids would react. Sure, sure. Well, let me ask you this, Coach. So you're standing in the locker room with your kids and you know you got to play Trousdale County who's traditionally a tough, good football team. What do you say to them to, you know, get them motivated and fired up and, uh, you know, have their head where it needs to be?
and then we'll see what happens. And, and my kids are buying into that. And, and when that happens, then, then to me, good things happen. Sure. That's what's happened so far. Well, Coach, um, you know, we wish the best for you. Good luck Friday night. Uh, we hope you have a safe trip down. Um, I hope there. Huh? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I hope we have a safe trip there. I'm sorry. Um, you know, we, we look forward to seeing you. Yeah, I hope we do, too. Um, you know, I hope this is we can keep in contact with you and uh, check up on you every now and again. And hopefully uh, you guys are making it deep in the playoffs. Appreciate that. You know, uh, our kids work hard, and uh, this community's back on the mission. I hope you all bring a great crowd. Yes, sir. We look forward to it, and we hope that you know we bring the whole county with us. <laughs> you all travel safely. Thank you. Yes, Thank sir. You, Have Coach a good Cavanaugh. one, Coach Cavanaugh. Take care, man. Yes, sir. Have a good one. Bye, bye. Bye.